Talking sport with Louis Carpers. Pulling no punches, telling it like it is. Louis Carpers is Talking Sport. Hello again and welcome to another edition of From the Boardroom to the Locker Room. I'm Louis Carpers and today it is my absolute pleasure to welcome two members of the South African women's cricket team to the show. Marazan Cup and Tumi Sikukune. Good afternoon, ladies. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, Louise. Thank you Hi, so much. Hi, Tumi. Marazan, I have to start with you, and I'm not trying to flatter you, but I watched that innings of 150, and I've watched a lot of cricket, and that was just something absolutely extraordinary. Well done. <laughs> Thank you so much, yes. That was... Definitely a highlight in my cricketing career, and you're just happy to be playing at this match. We'll get back to you, Tumi, in a second, but I'm sure you don't mind if we spend a little time with Marazan. It looked as though you were completely in the zone. I just mentioned in a previous interview, I was literally praying the whole time, (laughs) just to to stay calm, watch the ball, and kind of not feel the pressure, because we actually, just a few days before that, we played a a three-day warm-up game against... England A and I was playing a T20 game and I, I still turned to, to the slips and, and told the England girls I, I should definitely not be playing test matches <laughs> so I'm, I'm definitely really happy with, with the performance up in the test match. I'm sure you want to wrap up that Taunton pitch and take it with you to wherever you go and play. It was surprisingly it was good for batting and bowling yes it's a lot tougher bowling on that but there was still a lot of bounce and usually it's extremely flat. Previous memory I had of, of that um, pitch was England and New Zealand scoring 220 against us in a T20. So definitely yeah. happy with the new memories made there. So you talk about the fact that you you went in there and you just didn't think about the pressure, but you went in under tremendous pressure. I mean, the team were in real trouble. And then you not only did you bat brilliantly, but you dominated, scored as many runs, obviously 150, but you also dominated every partnership that you were in. Yeah, I think the, the big thing for me or something that stood out is if you actually go out there and, and look to score, you're kind of better off when just trying to leave. Because that's a mistake I made in, in the warm-up game. At first, I just wanted to leave balls and then I decided, no, look, I'm going to go out this way. So I... <laughs> started playing T20 cricket so that was also bad where the real test match I just decided look if it's there to be driven I'm going to do it and if they're going to bowl short at me I'm going to take it on as well so I think it's, you have to kind of find that balance because if you're just going to sit there and, and try and survive you, you probably won't make it Yeah you had my heart fluttering going to 100 and nicked it over the slips there I mean <laughs> was your heart in your mouth as well? As soon as I saw them take out the slips, I decided, um, look, if it's not on the stumps, I'm going to throw my bat at it. Because if you go hard, we saw with the, the ball is, is, is a lot harder to what we used to, to be honest. So, yeah, it, it wasn't ideal to go to my 100 that way. But I think that's just kind of how I played the whole test match. Okay, so the whole inning so far between me and you, let's give Tumi a chance. Tumi, welcome to from the boardroom to the locker room. You were on the other end for part of that innings of Marazan's. You must have enjoyed it. Yes, hey Louie, I, I enjoy batting with Marazan's cup. Um, she keeps me calm and, you know, like, I mean, that I can also do it for the team and for myself as well. So, yeah, it's, it was really nice batting with her out there. 
Take us through how your career has developed because you are still extremely young. I have a long, long career ahead of you and uh, somebody like Marazan must be a great inspiration to you. Yes, she's definitely a role model to me and I usually talk about this on like most interviews that she's one person I actually look up to because I also want to be an all-rounder. Um, she's very excellent with the ball and the, and the bats and I mean, I'm very excited to have her on my team and not against her. <laughs> Uh, Marazan, isn't it amazing how every batsman wants to be a bowler and every bowler wants to be a batsman? Has Tumi got a chance? <laughs> to be honest, like I mentioned, um, obviously, I was so annoyed at myself when I got out on that 150 because for an hour when I saw Tumi batting in that second innings, I was like, geez, we could have batted the, the next day as well because I thought they were going to just roll over at the other end, but I was so impressed with her. I think something that, that really stands out for me and I told her after the game as well, she can really become an all-rounder because her technique is so good. And also in test cricket, it doesn't necessarily matter how many runs you score, especially in the lower order like uh, Tumi and the other girls. It was how long they managed to stay with you. Yes, that's what really stood out. I think she batted, what, an hour and a half or an hour and 40 minutes for a number, what, eight, nine batter. I think people forget how valuable that is because if she wasn't at the other end, it wouldn't have been possible for me to reach the runs I, I did in the in the first and second innings. To me, let's go back. Tell me, where did your love and your passion for a game like cricket come along? I mean, so many girls like yourself are playing netball, yet here you are playing for the Proteas. I just actually got the passion from watching my brothers play, I think. I have three cricketers in the house, and I was fortunate to play with them and against them as well. And my brother used to... The one that used to, he used to bat left, so I used to watch how he was batting and take all the information that he gave me. But other than that, I think I knew that I, I am good enough if I actually work on my skill and also taking all the positives and the positive comments from people like Gapi and Coach and Dane and all the other girls. So. Yeah, I think that's it's it's just started where now I got into Eastern's cricket, uh, provincial cricket, and just coming through to the pro tiers. I've got to be very careful when I say this, Marazan, but you've been around a lot longer than that, haven't you? Yes, look, when we first started, you had one or two tours a year. Yeah. I'm so jealous of the younger girls in our team with everything they have and the amount of cricket we're playing now and the amount of T20 leagues they are for women's cricketers in the world. It's yeah, it's unbelievable how women's cricket has grown. And not only has it's grown professionally how it's grown, I mean, but I was at the Montague Gardens Indoor Cricket Centre and a couple of the girls were there playing in the nets. It was in the middle of winter. And, you know, even then, just watching the enthusiasm of the girls to progress and to become better. And if you look back now, not even five, six years, how... Not only has it become professional, there's a big bash, you Sydney Sixers, there's a whole lot of tours, there have been T20 World Cups. Did you think then that it was going to become, well, almost equal to the men's game? No, never. When I started playing, I didn't even know there was a women's team, to be honest. At first, I started with, with indoor cricket, actually, and then I started playing outdoor cricket with the boys at my school. But even then, I never knew there was a... South African women's cricket team or other countries that, that had women's teams. So it's, it's yeah, it's been amazing to be a part of, of this journey and it's, it's so nice to, to still be playing and now you, 
every single series we're playing now is on television back home and it's so nice for for our families as well to, to be able to watch us and see what we've been doing. Jimmy, do you actually realise, and I'm sure Marazan, with her experience in the dressing room, will push it on to you and explain to you what kind of a role model you are for the young girls back here in South Africa? And does that, I'm sure, inspire you going forward? Yes, definitely does inspire me because um, I get a lot of DMs, get a lot of messages from young girls asking me to teach them how to maybe bowl a, a snowball or back in my province as well, asking me questions about how does it feel to play for the Proteus. And, and it's like it's been a privilege for me to play for that badge. And I think um, if they put all their hard work and work on their skills and talents, I think they'll also find themselves um, because, I mean, our women's cricket has grown now and it's really great to see that we're now playing on the world and big stages where all these other girls back at home can see us. Talk about the girls back at home, Marazan. The only negative, I guess, was the fact that Dana wasn't there to see the 150. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's sad. Um, I know even, even for how much she wanted to play in that test match, but no, luckily again, things changed and our game was shown on TV back home, so it, it really helps a lot. Okay, let's go back, if I may, about, what, six, eight months to Australia, New Zealand, World Cup. We girls have got so close, but just not got that hand on the trophy. Yeah, look, it, it was very, the last two World Cups was very disappointing for us. We had such a good campaign and in both games fell short. But no, look, if we have to be honest about it, I find now that we take it further. In the past, we were just happy to reach semi-finals where, where now I believe we can really go all the way and it, it's time we put those performances in as well. Or is it? Hopefully not, but a stumbling block the likes of Australia and even to a lesser extent England to get that one big win in a big tournament over them and then many will follow. Is it a confidence thing? Yes and no. Probably if I have to be really honest, the we could be played on we played the semi final on against England probably suited them a bit more because our strongest unit has always been our bowling and it was extremely flat. So I'm not using that as an excuse but I mean if you had given us a green wicket there, it would have probably been other way around. So I think it's just it's those games where you just need a bit of magic. You need a really special innings yeah. with the bat from a batter, really magical spell with the ball from one of your bowlers. And again, in, in Australia, the semi-final, the girls played there. I couldn't play. I felt like I could have contributed a lot. And sport is a, a funny thing. You could say, yes, it will take one win, and, and then we start beating them. But look, ultimately, if you look at Australia and England, their structures and the amount of cricket they've played and the years they've been playing professional cricket, we are a bit behind, but we are definitely catching up. So that's why we are starting to reach semi-finals more often. But yeah. they've been in those situations more often than us. To me, you're a little less experienced than what Marazan is. I mean, you've obviously come through the ranks. Do you feel that SA Cricket are giving you the platform and allowing you to progress and helping you to reach the level of the Australians and the English? Yes and no. Uh, in terms of we, you know, we get to like camps. We, yes, we do spend time back at home. But as I mentioned, like we don't really spend time on like experiencing a lot of conditions, maybe through, maybe East London, those kind of situations. I think you get into like a big stage in, in the World Cup and you get different situations from what you've been playing on and it makes a huge difference. 
And I think also, yes, they're starting to kind of like give us that platform to perform. But obviously, like as Sati said, imagine now that England and other girls have been playing professional cricket for a while now. And you get us South Africans that at the time maybe we have a tournament going on, the other girls are outside playing, so we don't really also get that opportunity to be together. But I think it's coming through nicely. To me, obviously, the World Cup coming up in South Africa is that uh, goal in your sights now. I'm sure you're looking so forward to that. Yes, I'm definitely looking forward to that. And I hope I get selected for that. I think it's going to be quite a very special moment for us girls and for me. And for my family to watch me playing cricket, they don't really get to see me playing live or see me live all the time. So we've also got COVID-19 hits and we didn't get our families to come through. So I think it's going to be a very uh, experience if I do get selected for that. (laughs) Marazan, for you, it must be, I guess, the cherry on the top of uh, what has been an incredible career. Yes, definitely. I think everyone knows I've been complaining for so many years, played for South Africa since 2009, and I've never, ever played a game, a single game at home in Port Elizabeth. So... And I heard now they might be in, in PE, so I'm extremely excited for that. Not all of my family has, has seen me play live, so I'm really excited. And it's going to be the first home World Cup that I'm part of. And also, I mean, having spoken to Cricket South Africa a couple of weeks ago with a new deal that they have with Rock Nation, the events that are going to take place in and around the matches must be extremely exciting for you guys. I get so annoyed with people when they say women's cricket doesn't bring in the same money or... No one watches it or or whatever may be the case. But to be honest, a lot of times when we play at home, there's never a massive marketing. So you wouldn't know if the stadiums, if people would come to the stadiums because it's hardly ever advertised or people don't know. We actually have a lot of of followers and people are really getting behind this team. I feel like women's cricket or, or women's sport in general actually should be given a fair chance to see if they bring in the people or not. Well, let me tell you something, Marazar. Don't you listen to what anybody tells you, because I've been watching and commentating cricket since before you were born, and your innings was in the top ten innings that I have seen. Man, woman, makes no difference. The likes of the Barry Richards, the Graham Pollocks, the Hansi Greniers, I've seen them all. I've seen Jacques Cullis. I've seen them all score hundreds. And in terms of the way you batted in that innings, the 150, either play a cover drive, a square cut, or hit it off your toes, It doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman, and I do hope that the South African fans, whom I can tell you back home, I know you guys have been away, the reaction to not just your innings, but to the way the girls performed and behaved and carried themselves in their first Red Bull Test match, you don't understand what you've done for South African cricket here, and I'm sure what you've done for girls and ladies cricket in this country going forward, it was just tremendous so amazing to hear that because obviously we don't know what people have been saying back home yeah and there you you read a few articles but yeah look if we are contributing towards the sport and that that helps a young girl tomorrow decide to, to pick up a bat or a ball we've done our job well i could tell you that five years ago i would never have dreamed in a million years that three sports questions on my sports show have revolved around marazan cup so take that as a compliment. To me, let's just finally finish off with you before we finally get a question to Marazan. You guys were out training today. You've got another warm-up game, and then you've got the series against England the one day. Are you looking forward to that, obviously? Are you guys ready and prepared for that? And has the, the test match given you the confidence 
to get out there and beat the English? Yeah, I think we have everything. I think the players, the management, the facilities to like beat the English. And I think it's just like high time now that we just go and put our heart out there and we know that we can play good cricket against them. And I think, yeah, I'm very excited and I'm very ready for it. Marazan, what would you be telling the girls after the test match? Because it's got to have been a huge boost of confidence for them. <laughs> you, honestly, you can't see too far ahead of yourselves. We moved to the, the white ball format now, and the last time we played here these wickets was so flat. <laughs> so I'm hoping for wickets that it's going to be a bit more fair. But no, look, we, we're really excited for this series. I think it's it's the first time come over here and you in the past you would kind of come and you know you'll compete but you're probably going to lose the series but now I think with the players we have and the experience we have it should be an amazing challenge and it should be good cricket that's going to be played Stop being so humble you'd love a flat pitch you just scored 150 in your last match Smash it I'm on bowler as well. <laughs> I know that, but I mean, I get, you know, more runs I, on the board, less, easier to bowl. I get less time in ODI cricket, so I'm a bit <laughs> more of a bowler there. <laughs> I'm just talking about that. I mean, first South African woman to take a hat-trick in T20 international cricket. You're raking up the records left, right and centre. I've just been extremely blessed and I don't know why Jesus Christ has been so good to me, but um, I take it. Well, we wish you all the best, Tumi and Marazan. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon. I know it's been practice and interviews and whatever, but you know what? That's what happens when you perform at the highest level. Love every moment of it, and we'll be watching and supporting you. Until next time, from the boardroom to the locker room, have a good day. Talking sport with Louis Carpers, pulling no punches, telling it like it is. Louis Carpers is talking sport.